we'll go. But uh, Luke chapter number 17, I'm going to read starting verse number 11 down through 19. We'll pray and we'll preach a minute. And Man, I'm glad God saved my soul. I'm thankful for that. I praise his name. He's good to us. He's good to us. The Bible says this, And it came to pass as he went to Jerusalem that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered into a certain village, there met him ten men that were lepers which stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go show yourselves unto the priest. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God and fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. And Jesus answering said, were there not ten cleansed, but where are the nine? There are not found that return to give glory to God, save this stranger. And he said unto them, Arise, go thy way, thy faith hath made thee whole. Father, we come to you this evening, Lord. We're thankful to be in this place. And Lord, we're thankful, Lord. That was just good tonight. We appreciate them. Kids, Lord, we're thankful for your touch on that singing tonight. I pray, God. I know, Lord, it's getting close to the hour. I'm going to try to preach fast, but just I want to mind you is what I want to do. And help me to do that, Lord. Just give me some unction to preach. And, God, I'm trusting in you. I'm in a place of dependence, Lord. I'm living there, and I need you to help me tonight. We love you. Help me to effectively communicate the Word of God, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, I, I want to talk to you tonight about Thanksgiving. And you say, well, that was last week. And may I say, uh, it was the day we celebrate Thanksgiving was last week. And, uh, you know, if you ate turkey today, let me say something to you. Your leftover limit's larger than mine, and I got a big one. Okay, if you're still eating Thanksgiving turkey, uh, you, you, you brave. But can I say something to you? Though Thanksgiving is over, Thanksgiving ought not to never leave the child of God. And, and, and I'm telling you, friends, we got so much to be thankful for. And I just want to talk tonight about returning to Thanksgiving each day. I believe with all of our heart that, uh, listen, we are to be thankful people. The Bible said in 1 Thessalonians 5 and 18, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God concerning you in Christ Jesus. And, and may I say, we ought to be thankful people. And we got reasons, I'm going to say, we got more reasons to praise God than we do to murmur. If we're measured out, we got way more to thank Him about than we complain about. I mean, we do that, and we ought not do that, but we got more reasons. But I want to look here for a second. And that word thanksgiving, it's first mentioned in Leviticus chapter number 12, and, or number seven, verse number 7, and verse, chapter number 7, verse 12. And, and it means rendering thanks or expressing gratitude. And, and it was an offering. They brought an offering, and it was in line with the peace offering. And, and they said, if any man's going to bring an offering, let him bring it of his own will. And may I say, hey, listen, uh, God could have... Everybody's going to praise him, and one day everybody will, but we ought to want to. We ought to be willing to. And I want to look here, just grab a few things out of this. There's so much in here, but I want to look at a few things in this passage of Scripture. And I want you to notice, I believe there's some things, if we'll practice these and apply these, it'll help us to stay thankful every day. 
It'll help us to go back and give God glory and thank Him for the things that He's done. But notice here, there, there was ten that were uh, in the city. They saw Jesus and, and they were lepers. And you can go through, there's all kinds of types there. And, and, but they were lepers. And I want you to notice this. We find here that there was only one that came back to thank God and to praise God. And, and I want to tell you, I believe there's at least three things. There's way more than that in this text. But... There's three things we can find here. I believe if we apply these, it'll help us. I want you to notice the first thing is that he had his attention on Jesus. Now notice in the text, Jesus came into town. Now lepers couldn't get near people. So they had to see him from afar off. They had to have their eyes on him. They saw that he showed up. And, and it says that, that those men that they met him, they came to Jesus. They weren't even supposed to do that. But, but they had, like I say, these men had some faith. Oh, hang on with me for a second, but I want you to notice this. They had their eyes on him. And, and, and we see here that they called on him and, and Jesus said, hey, he said, listen, go show thyself unto the priest. And, and they went on. I want you to notice this one. Those other ones, they, they went on and they turned to do what Jesus said. But I want you to notice here for a second, we find that that one hey, all through this passage continually had his attention on Jesus. May I say something to you? We need to keep our minds and our hearts on Him all the time. We're we're the greatest tool, listen, the greatest tool of the devil is distraction. He don't have to get us out in gross sin to get us off course. Gets us distracted. There's a lot of times at work, if I'm doing something, I turn my email off. Close it out. I wish I could do it all the time, but I can't. You say, why do I do that? Because when I'm sitting there, this little window will pop up and it'll be an email and it gives me just enough of the thing to pull me in to go look at it. And what happens is I'm working on something and I get pulled away from what I'm supposed to do. I get distracted from it and I lose attention to what I'm doing. And, and you know what we find throughout this passage? You'll find that this man, he kept his attention when Jesus showed up. He kept his attention after Jesus worked a work on him. There was a continual attention. May I ask this question to you? What are you doing to keep your focus on the Lord? May I say, we, we do things to help remind, we use every day, we use tools on our phone and everything else, we use reminders, we have posted notes, we do all kinds of things to help us live life, why don't we use those to help us stay focused on spiritual things? I mean, if you can't remember to pray, set an alarm, it'll wake you up out of bed, but it'll get your attention when it goes off. I mean, do things, we got all kinds of tools, what are we doing to keep our attention on Him? You say, why is that? Because listen, if we'll keep our attention on Him and we'll keep our focus on Him, we're more than likely, what we're going to do is we're going to thank Him and see what He's doing. But notice this, they had a continual attention. But there's a competition for your attention. I talked about the distraction. There's all kinds of things that are looking to get your mind, to get your eyes. But this man kept his attention on Jesus. I want you to notice this. First, he saw Him. That's who we saw first. But I want you to notice this phrase down there in verse number 15. And one of them, notice this, when he saw that he was healed. First he saw him, then he saw his work. Can I say something to you? When we're keeping our attention on him, I believe with all my heart, we are more likely to see him working in our lives. May I say one reason you may miss God doing things in your everyday life is probably because you don't have your attention in the right place. 
He was focused on the Lord and he saw that he was healed. He saw the work and then he kept his attention on the Lord. And I want to tell you something, we got to keep our focus on Jesus. I, I mean, you can't, I, I can go on about the will of God and things, but I just want you to say, we need to make a conscious, intentional effort to give attention to him. I believe with all my heart that he gave some intentional things. Notice this, we see his attentions on Jesus. Throughout this whole passage, this Samaritan is focused on the Lord Jesus for, what he, for who he is, for what he could do, and for what he done in his life. And that's a good enough. We could stop right there and spend the rest of this night. Everybody get their hankies out of their pocket, and we could shake them a little bit and praise God hey, for who he is, for what he's done, and, and, and what he's done for you and I. But think about this, and I want you to notice the activity. All ten of these were doing something. Stay with me. They were all acting in obedience. I'm not talking about ten people disobeying here. I'm not, that's not what I'm talking about. Read this. Jesus said, go show yourself to the priests. And you know what they did? They all took off. They all took off. But I want you to think about this. They were all operating, but they were not all thanking God. Do you realize that we can stay so much in obedience and stay so focused that we forget to just thank him for the things he's doing? You, you ever get that way, working, doing, I mean, you say, well, look up and you're like, I can't believe at this time already you get so focused. We can get so focused in doing all the things God would have us to do that we forget to stop and to thank him for what he's done for us. And, and what I want you to notice here, think about this for a second. Those other ones, they were going in obedience, but this one, notice that word, it said, turn back. Can I say something to you? He made an intentional decision to uh, go and to thank the Lord Jesus for what he did. I want you to think about this for a second. Is our activities, the things that we're doing, aimed toward Jesus? Those other ones were headed to the priest, but this one was headed toward Jesus. May I say, we'll be obedient and do the right things if we stay focused on him. Jesus didn't condemn him. He condemned the other ones for saying, where were you? Why didn't you come back? But think about this. Are we setting out specific actions in our life to thank him? What'd you come here for? That's a good question. Did you set out today? Let me say something to you. I don't set out to be heard when I come here. Listen to me. I don't set out to, to make a noise when I come here. I want to set out to be obedient when I come here. To mind his spirit. That may mean we sing. That may mean we testify. That may mean we preach. That, that may mean all kinds of... Or it may mean I just sit there and worship God. I want to mind him in all things. I mean, we, we can do things, and, 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 but I'm going to say something to you. Did you come here just to thank him? That's a good question. Did you have it in your heart? I'm going to go to church tonight. I just want to thank Jesus. Now listen, y'all was thanking the Lord in your testimonies. I was listening. I knew what I was going to preach. You didn't, so I, it go, I knew it was going in line with what I was saying. But did we come? Listen, we'll miss it. If we come here, we can have a form and fashion, and we can have the best form and fashion in the Canal Valley. But if we come here without the intention to thank him for what he's done for us, we're missing it. It's about him. And this man set out a specific attention to say, I'm going to go to Jesus. I'm going to thank Jesus. And, and, and I think about that. They were all moving, but only one set out with the intention to thank God. 90%. 90%. Nine out of ten. So if we had a hundred people in here tonight, that'd be like 
100 people in here, only 10 people participating in thanking God for what he's done. That's not good. 10% is not good. I ain't never had a test score that low, but if I did, they would have probably kept me back. 10% ain't going to get the job done. Think about if they only paid you 10% of what your wages was, how big of a fit you throw. Right? That's the percentage here. They were all acting in obedience. They were all doing things that they were supposed to. But 90% of them just didn't come back to give glory to God. Jesus asked the question. I didn't. But I mean, what a question he said. Where are the nine? But think about this. Are we intentional in our decisions to set out to thank God? Not just here, but in our homes, in our workplaces, in our alone time. When you have time by yourself, are you intentional to set it out to give God thanks? That's a good question. I don't know why I'm preaching with all these questions lately, but I'm just going to keep preaching until God changes what I'm doing. But it's a good question to ask. He turned back. What, what, he, what I'm saying is, he went out of his way to thank God. That's what he did. He, he, turned, he literally turned the direction. He was, he was headed in this way. He went out of the way he was going to go back to thank God. Are we doing that? We got, yeah, we got reason to. But think about this. Our activities. I believe with all of our heart, church, if we'll keep aiming to thank him, aiming to praise him, we'll do that. We practice those things. We make intentional decisions to set out to say, I'm coming to church tonight, and God, if you, listen, Lord, if you give me a testimony, I'll say it. You give me a song, I'll say it. But Lord, if you want me to sit there, I'll say it, and that's just as much obedience. But I believe with all my heart, if you get something burning in your heart, God's going to let you loose. But notice this, we see that his attention was on Jesus and he had, his activity was aimed towards Christ. All that he did here, when he went to Jesus to get healed and following the healing that he received, everything he did was aimed at Jesus. He was pointing towards him. He wasn't just going through, he wanted to thank the Lord. He was aimed at this Thanksgiving. But then notice his attitude. This is one right here. May I say, we get number three right. Number one and number two pretty much fall into place. When he turned back, he couldn't help but shout it out. Y'all don't like loud noises? Well, you ain't going to really like a lot of things that goes on in heaven. A lot of people don't like loud preaching, but I read where Peter, he lifted up his voice. You know what that means? That means he got loud. Just, just so you know, that's, that's uh, uh, King James for he shouted her out. And that's what this man did. He turned around and got to shouting. Thank you, Jesus. He got to, got to turn around and say, Thank you, Lord, for saving me. Thank you, Lord, for where I was. You know what leprosy was? It's a picture of sin. What we see here is a picture of salvation. We see that faith in Christ will make a change. Jesus will make a change in you if you'll put your faith in Him. He's in the new creature. Hey, He was a leper, but He wasn't a leper anymore. And He was thanking God there was a change in His life. We ought to thank Him for what He's done. I mean, we ought to praise him, but notice he praised him. He had an attitude towards Jesus that was right. May I say something to you? If we'll keep him in the right focus, we'll keep our hearts humbled before God, we'll do nothing but thank him and praise him. Notice his his posture shows his humility. 
it says that he fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. He didn't just turn around and say thank you. He came back and he humbled himself before Almighty God himself, the Lord Jesus Christ. He, his attitude was one that was thankful. May I say if our hearts will stay humble, we'll stay thankful. I mean, if we don't, if we don't allow... Let me, you know what pride does? Pride doesn't make you any bigger. It just makes you think you're bigger than you really are. That's all pride does. I mean, it's like when you turn the magnifying glass the wrong way and you think you're something else. Listen, you're not ever changing. It's just your perception of yourself. You know what humility is? It's keeping God in the right focus and you in the right focus. You see for who you are and you see who He is. And we're thankful for that. But He had an attitude of thanksgiving and praise. We'll stay humble. We'll stay in a place... Well, we allow our hearts to be thankful. Can I say, if we'll, we'll get going, if we're not too busy, we'll, we'll aim our activities at the Lord Jesus. I mean, I've been listening to Scott Pauley. He's been going on through the Psalms about, about praise and about thanksgiving and things like that. Just, just wonderful. You ain't listening to his podcast. You ought to turn that thing on. That'll help you want to praise God. I'll just tell you that. Get that thing on there. But listen to me. I was thinking about how he's been going through a series in the Psalms, the last five Psalms there, talking about how praising the Lord and thankful and everything when he's talking about all these places he talks about everything's intentional we don't accidentally worship God it, it make we, everything we do is intentional I mean uh, we set out for something we set an intention you, you set and I think about that well worship's the same way and thanksgiving's the same way if we, we want to do that we got to be intentional in our activities we got to aim ourselves at thanking Him. I mean, keeping Him in the right focus. I believe if we'll do these things, you know what we'll do every day? I'm talking about every day. Not every day is Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving's, I like Thanksgiving. No, I'm not just saying that because I love to eat. Y'all know I love food. Okay? I do. I love to eat. I had a wonderful Thanksgiving. I, mean, I, thank, I thank God for this. I didn't, we didn't even think my grandpa was going to be here for Christmas, and we got another Thanksgiving with him. I mean, I made the turkey, and my grandma said it was good, so I mean, there's even more to be thankful about. I mean, I just, I mean, thanking God, there's a lot of things to be thankful for. But I don't just want to set out one, I don't want to just set out Wednesday night, or Sunday morning, or Sunday night, as the only time that I'm sitting around thinking about what Jesus done for me. Because I can tell you all day today, God's done something for me. And you say, well, I don't know what God's done for me today, let me say something. Have you had your attention on him? You start looking at him, you'll start seeing his hand work in your everyday life. I'm talking about in the days where, where we, don't live on the, we don't live on the Mount Carmel's. I told this to Dave last night. You read a lot about these people in the Bible. We'll read the climax experiences. You realize there was many days between those moments. There's many days that what we would say are ordinary days. Can I say something to you? God's still working in your ordinary days because he loves you. And there's something to thank God for. And if by chance, he's did nothing for you today. Now, if he's not done one thing for you today, you can still thank him on this basis. You can thank him that he's still God. And you can thank him that he saved your soul. We can always go back to Calvary. There's always something we can find if we're looking for. I know at times we can get, it's easy for us to get in that flesh and just say, well, I wish it wouldn't go like this. 
Now, I ain't talking about any about y'all, okay? Now, I can't stand that. This, this, it ain't how it's supposed to be. I say, daily life's filled with that stuff. But how, how much comes out of my mouth is complaints and murmuring about situations when it could be filled with thanking God for what he's done and how he's working. I mean, I, I believe with all my heart, I heard this a long time ago, a preacher said this, and I've adopted this in my life. I believe we can thank God for things he ain't even done yet. I mean, thanking God on just like, I mean, I believe we can thank God and praise God on what could happen here tonight. I mean, God, somebody gets saved. I say, I praise your name for that. I mean, get, get, I mean talking about getting them bubbles coming up. I mean, on your way to church, you ought to get them bubbles coming up. And when they get here, they might pop and let something out and say, thank you, Jesus. I mean, you don't just raise in your hand and say, Lord, I love you. Hey, that right there is a testimony. I'm telling you what. We need to return to Thanksgiving every day. I know you guys love the Lord here. This church loves the Lord. I'm not, I'm not I'm trying to bring, I, I want this to be happy tonight and be encouraging to you. Sometimes I, I get home and I think, man, I just, I don't, I don't know why y'all listen to me, but listen to me. <laughs> Stay with me. Listen to me. I'll, I'll cut that out. We, we got reason every single day, I believe with all my heart, to thank God. Just because Thanksgiving's over, don't let Thanksgiving be over at RGT. Just because the turkey's cooked and it's all that stuff's gone away, don't let that be the end of our Thanksgiving for what God's done for us. In the last year, in the last month, in the last week, in the last day, in the last few moments, we got something to thank God for.